0: comment and share. we're live i was just uh dancing mm-hmm. with that i love that intro music bro i love it too bro it gets, me awesome. it gets me fired up awesome fired up yes i get amped every time that comes on man yeah riff oh my god
1: yeah, yeah
0: this rogue news.com i am the one and only the gorilla in the economist he is el cuco he is back from business and taking care of things on the cbd side of things you can check him out over at mycbdedibles.com mycbdedibles.com our paid sponsors for all your
1: CBD edible goodness as
0: well as go. Oh, what, what is that?
1: Yo. Yeah. We're excited. These are finished products getting ready to launch. So uh, uh, we're working with a new company uh, here locally uh, that we've uh, built a relationship with called some edibles That's S U M edibles. So they're going to be, uh, we're going to be featuring their products on my CBD edibles. Uh, so they, they already have four uh, different products ready to launch. Uh, we're just finalizing the inventory, making sure we're all good to go. Uh, going to be featuring Delta Eight in these, so we're going to be looking at all kinds of sorts of delicious uh, crispy bars. Uh, also, um, just you know, you know, getting back to some of our core products, which is our our gummies, um, the the cinnamon. There's going to be cocoa bars. Uh, they're they're basically crispy treats. They're absolutely delicious. Uh, so yeah, so we've been we've been working hard uh, to help get some edibles up to speed get their products launched and uh, we're almost there so so stay tuned and as soon as we get those finalized they will be up on mycbedibles.com absolutely absolutely and also check us out at roguenews.com roguenews.com for all
0: your geopolitical geo- geoeconomicness it's going to be over there roguenews.com turning japanese welcome back we are glad that you recovered i see you in the chat room buddy great to see you and glad you're doing well and uh, welcome everybody back else? tj absolutely, absolutely. Everybody else that's in there: Harry Hankon and Timothy Dawson, uh, JJ, Jay Martin. Uh, I think Dixie's in there. I'm not sure. Um, we got a lot of people on as usual. My man Crypto Cowboy holding it down. And with that being said, Siege, let's get into it.
1: Yeah let's let's get into it. And and for our listeners, I it's, again just been so busy with business, so busy with family as my oldest prepares to head off to college. So uh you know you have to excuse in terms of um uh, the being disconnected a little bit from the shows but priorities are priorities and it wasn't that this wasn't important it's just that everything just kind of came together as we uh, move into this uh final week of august and uh the wife headed back to 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 work today so she's no longer around during the day to keep me um occupied or <laughs> busy <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> not going to say whether that's good or bad because you never know when she's listening or her mother-in-law um but yeah so but but I've been listening in uh, been I got caught up on all the requests for the Discord. I uh, went through a lot of the the messages in Discord. People send me all kinds of great stuff. And uh, I think it was Hobo that put together that great tune for Rogue. So I'll get that uh, downloaded. Send me the full version. I'll put it with some, some audio, some graphics. I'll get that kind of good stuff together. Uh, but, B, I just tell you what. I mean, you know, it's just... You know, who Who would have thought, Be like, how many years we've we been doing this now, B? I know you've been at it a lot longer Dude, than I have. I think uh, when do we start, Siege, like 2017, 18, 17? I would say 2018. You were yeah. you were before that, you know, on Freedom Slips and everything that you were doing, at least a couple years. Yeah. And then when we finally moved to YouTube and everything that we're doing. But, boy, it's been interesting to document from from then uh, to where we are and and I hope that everyone's been listening. I mean, I think the last couple of years, you know, Gus, some of the shows, you know, we've been doing just, you know, some really good advice in terms of, you know, first of all, is, you know, get yourself into the right locality if you need to move, you know, make the sacrifice, do it now. And I, I, I know that's not easy. I've witnessed a few friends that have have done that, and and they're 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 extremely happy that they made that decision. And then, you know, more importantly, as we navigate through what's coming out of coming at us, is to really focus on your individual and your family's health and it's got to start somewhere. And, you know, I was a testament to that getting back in the gym and trying to hit it every single day. I think I've dropped like 30, 35 pounds from, from a year and a half, two years ago, I've never felt healthier. Um, And, and the reason why I say that is because you got to start somewhere. So maybe it's difficult to do, but start with just a brisk walk in the morning, start with, start with what your intake is, but you know, get yourself ready uh, for the upcoming battle, because we're going to need everyone here, uh, to counter and to build the resistance of the tyranny ahead. B.
0: Yeah, absolutely, absolutely right about that, dude.
1: Uh, there's a lot of play,
0: there's a lot of stake, uh, no doubt whatsoever. We are dealing with a um, I forgot who was the person that that said this. Oh, it was Ron DeSantis.
2: <laughs> yeah, he, he yes. called
0: it. He called it a medical, um, what do you call it? Uh, 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 um, a biomedical security state. Okay? A biomedical security state. He hit the nail on the head. Because we're dealing with people, CJ. We're dealing with some of the most, I mean, look at Walensky of the CDC. Right? Can you tell me what this numbnuts was doing before she worked at the CDC, CJ? What, what was What was her prior occupation? Do you know? <laughs> no, well, she like a,
1: a librarian Close, or a, very a, close a, a Professor <laughs> oh,
0: you're getting, oh, you hit the nail on the head She was a college professor She was a bloody college professor She gets tapped to be part of the CDC Her husband is some sort of Pharmaceutical company lobbyist Who's already made millions of dollars And then she tells you what you can and can't do, she tells you. If you have property rights, she tells you. And then you got Fauci. See, I, I shared that bit of news. Uh, did you see that bit of news that I shared on our chat between you, me, and Gus about what Fauci was doing, Doctor Fauci? Doctor Fauci. <laughs> okay, Fauci the Fauch. Dude, he is the modern day Joseph. Mengele.
1: Mm. Mm.
2: He
0: is the modern day Joseph Mengele. This guy, okay, this guy is the angel of death. He's just like Joseph Mengele, the Nazi angel of death. Okay. Mm. And for those that don't know, Joseph Mengele was the Nazi doctor. He was the former SS Nazi doctor who would experiment on people. Fauci literally spent 500, a half a million dollars torturing dogs in the most weirdest, inhumane experiments known to mankind. Experiments to the point where people are like, wait a minute, these types of experiments have been done on other animals. There's no need to do this on beautiful beagle puppies. But the Fauci wanted it done anyway, because the fouch is a sick mf'er. Okay? So when you got Walensky, you got Fauci, you got all these people, you never even heard of these assholes. You don't even know who they are. But all of a sudden, within the last year and a half, they become celebrities. Do you think these low-level bureaucrats, Fauci, hasn't seen a patient in 47 years, Walensky, a freaking college professor, you think that now they got their 15 minutes of fame, that they ever want those cameras to be ever turned off? No, these are egomaniacs. They're sociopaths. And they're telling us, E.J., we need to trust the science. And then when the science begins to question and starts beating and taking apart the stupid narrative, all of a sudden they're like, oh, no, 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 no. No, no, no. We, we want you to believe the, the science that we tell you what the science is, and you got to believe it. But other than that, don't trust the science. Just trust the science that we're telling you.
1: Mm, mm.
0: These people are sick, Siege.
1: They are sick, V. I mean, I started thinking about the other day, and I can't remember who the quote where it said, you know, first, first they came for, you know, whatever, and, you know, putting that together. So, yeah. So first they came for, you know, Alex Jones and I, and I did nothing, Mm, you know, next they came for, for alt media and we did nothing. Next they came for the truth tellers and we did nothing next. They came for the doctors who were advocating the truth. They came for them and and what's next. That's all of us. We're, we're next. Mm. And I think that's, the stage of where we currently are. And you're, you're absolutely, I think you nailed it because the, they're, they're losing the science argument. And so now they're completely attempting to shut down any counter narrative. I tell you what, what happened to Dr. Uh, Joe McCullough was just absolutely terrible. was absolutely, you know, the dirty dozen is what they labeled them, right? The dirty dozen of, of medical truth seekers who they labeled the disinformation dozen. And they completely doxed Dr. Joe, they oh, sent yeah. the regula-
0: CNN showed up and like, oh, this is his house. This is where he lives. I mean, it's crazy.
1: They sent the regulatory arm of the FDA uh, after him and uh, basically a, a cease and desist letter uh, to him with, with the FDA in regards to basically all of his content, everything that is on his site. And this is after an individual who family members that I know that he has helped with certain you know health conditions. Uh, th- this in, in conjunction with the the million plus people who follow his work, the amount of of conferences that he's participated in. This is what they can't handle. Be They can no longer have that. And we've we've reached peak tyranny. And I think we have to be very mindful now of and this is why I do listen to sometimes, you know, CNN, some of the other. I listen to them because I think that's where they they share the disinformation. And what Fauci said in regards to local governments enforcing vaccine mandates, you know, was pretty alarming because I think they understand. I, I think from a federal level perspective, they understand that the line in the sand uh, with with the rebellion, um, with the rebellion is is the the, the forced vaccination, the, the, the forced lockdowns. So now basically what they're arguing is that in the fact that's keeping them from doing that is is the fact that the FDA still has not cleared the jabs in other words they're they're granted permission under emergency use so what they're advocating now for is at the moment v that the fda can come in and approve the 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 jabs is the sooner they can green light for municipalities to enforce these mandates let's take a listen to what he said um vaccine mandates we know the government isn't going to do vaccine mandates but um Are you going to attempt to create the conditions to allow um private businesses and other entities to do vaccine mandates um is is that sort of the next phase of what the of what the federal response can do
2: absolutely chuck as you know and i've said it several times on your show that you're not going to see a federally from the federal government mandating vaccines for the country but I'll, I, I'm almost certain, in fact, I am certain, that as soon as the FDA fully approves the vaccines that are now and, and under when is emergency that? I don't use mean authorization, but when is that? You, you know, Chuck, I no one wants to get ahead of the FDA because they're an independent group that makes their, their decisions <laughs> and that's good in many respects. That's bullshit. Because there will never be any concern that we're influencing them. But I hope, I hope, I don't predict, but I hope, that it will be within the next few weeks. I hope it's within the month okay. of August. Uh, I, ho- I hope, Chuck, that, uh... You're, you're gonna... I, I hope in the next couple of, uh, few weeks, uh, maybe
0: the next couple of, 2025, uh, 20, uh, 25, and hopefully by then, Chuck, we can keep the narrative going, uh, because I'm really scared here. I'm having a lot of patents on all these drugs that I got from, um, the, the Glasgow smith Klein subsidiary-owned Wuhan laboratory, uh, And now that the puppy scandal's out, that Fauci lied and puppies died, uh, I'm really hoping, Chuck, that by 2025, that the FDA would approve these drugs as as a-okay. Because the narrative is collapsing, Chuck.
2: The narrative is collapsing. Go ahead, (laughs) See the empowerment of local enterprises giving mandates. That could be colleges, universities, places of business, a whole variety. And I strongly support that. The time has come is we've got to go the extra step to get people vaccinated. You want to persuade them, that's good. And I believe that some people on their own, once it gets approved as a full approval, will go ahead and get vaccinated. But for those who do not want, I believe mandates at the local level need to be
1: done. There you go. There you have it.
2: It needs to
0: be done because we're losing the narrative here and uh, my uh, patents, I'm very scared that my patents are going to run out. Dude, I'm going to nail the Fauci. Uh, what? I'm going to nail the Anthony Fauci impersonation, just like I did Obama. Just give me some time. I'm going to nail it. But anyway, see, let, let, let's let's what, let's get into some of these um, these uh, initiated ones. You are initiated, are you not, Fauci? Right. Well, let's get into these initiated ones who are the um, the warlocks. The gatekeepers of all things science, right? Okay. Right. So these guys. Do you remember what happened, Siege? About about a m- <laughs> about a month or two ago, <laughs> about two months ago. Remember, remember what the world, was what the mainstream media was uh, was freaking out about. It was what was happening in India with hmm. the Delta variant. Oh yes, the Delta variant is killing Indians left and right. Oh my God. And it was in the isolated pockets of India. Yep. And uh, the amount of people that died from the amount of people that were infected was when you do the bloody math, it was like 0.004% of people that actually died. Okay. And that's number one. Number two, uh, most of the people that died, there's a correlation between what was happening in India and a type of not only the vaccine issue that they have there, right? But a type of uh, uh, what is the thing called? It's a di. A, the, 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 there was a diabetic outbreak as well. I mean, there's a lot of diabetes, and a lot of people with diabetes are using a special kind of drug. They're having some sort of interaction. They drop dead. They develop black fungus. Okay, we, I'm not going to get into all that stuff. Talked about it months ago when this whole India Delta train thing started happening. But they hyped it up. And CJ, do you hear anything in the media today about India and, and the and the and the Kuf?
1: Yeah. No, Nothing. not recently. No, Nothing. No. Nothing. It's dead. It's quiet. The narrative fell
0: apart. But what did we hear two and a half weeks ago, three weeks ago, when this whole Delta narrative coup it fell apart? We heard about a new strain called Lambda. Right? And then we heard about Lambda and Kilo and multi- and Omega and Epsilon and all the other Greek <laughs> alphabets and all the sororities. that You know, sororities and, and fraternities started suing them because they're using soror- sorority names for, for this stuff. I mean, it's just ridiculous. And the fact still remains, the kuf has never been isolated. Its proteins have never been sequenced. It, we don't even know if the kuf even exists. We're calling ailments that typically happen, right? Uh, 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 it's the kuf. Like nobody knows where well, nobody know where where uh, the flu went this year. Nobody know where the uh, pneumonia went this year, right? Nobody has any idea. But we're to trust the science okay we got to trust the science these guys okay now it's pretty interesting when 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 in india where you have such a very low vaccination rate you know how they eliminated the kufa over there when they had this new the whole delta thing it, you you they were facing a thousand deaths a day and all of a sudden now it's down to nothing which is nothing right how do they do it they used a prophylactic called ivermectin they, they started passing out ivermectin like it was pez at a mm-hmm. kindergarten party. Yep. Yep. Problem solved. The narrative is falling apart, Siege. And I think, you know, that's what they're most terrified of. You know, because the, they're doing this whole, you know, va- this coercion, right? The coercion of forced people to inject something into their bodies that they do not need or they do not want. Okay, they don't need it. There's no reason for if you're under like if you're under 40 years old, there's really no reason for it. If you're in great health, there's really no reason for it, right? Um,
1: If you yeah, no, um, you're you're yes, absolutely. And the and the central planners cannot control everyone, right? You know, to to a certain extent, they can influence via the financial mechanisms that they have in place. They may cause a an earthquake here. They may cause flooding there. They may cause some other type of rare weather scenario if you don't cooperate and buy into the narrative. I fully believe that they have those tools, but you you nailed it because you talked about the entire Delta variant and that they thought they had control of the narrative because it was like, hey, listen, if you if you if you get the jab, then you more than likely won't get the the the, the Delta variant. It's not going to happen. But then what what then happened? Be is then they had all these. Breakthrough cases, right? They had a, they started calling them breakthrough cases of of people who mm. who got the jab, uh, but then ended up becoming positive with COVID. And and Joe brings Joe Rogan brings brings up a, an interesting point in regards to that something that no one no one talked about, and I think we did here at Rogue, and that's the fact that like if you truly understands the way the way that that vaccines should work, right? And that's <clears throat> to, to yep. kill a virus, to kill a virus, not not to restrain or to pass. So, so let, let's pay, play a piece of this because I think it's important. Um, I know a lot of our listeners criticize Joe Morgan. Fair enough. I don't agree with everything that he says, but he has such a large voice. And and I think that when he becomes a target, like he has with the Hill, it with the political cool. the political and the media establishment, I, I think that we have to celebrate when he does make comments like this. So let let's play this because I think this is very impactful.
3: This fucking law in New York City where you have to have a vaccine passport to go everywhere. You have to have a vaccine to go to a restaurant, to a gym, to uh, any place where people gather. It is crazy. And meanwhile, the vast percent, the the, the biggest percentage of people that don't have vaccines or have been vaccinated are people of color. So this guy, people of color and immigrants, this is what he's always supposed to be pro- you know, pro-people of color, pro-diversity, pro-immigration. Those are the people that don't have vaccines. And now you're precluding them from going to gyms and restaurants. And what about the people working in the restaurants? What about right. all these? It's fucking madness. And then you have a bunch of people that are supporting it. Like, yay, finally. <laughs> Meanwhile, you have science is coming out. There's legitimate articles. Jamie, I'll send this to you now. There's legitimate because doctors have been sending me these things. And, you know, this is neither pro nor con vaccine. I'm not this is not a judgment statement, but imperfect vaccination can enhance the transmission of highly virulent pathogens. Right. So this is a scientific paper um, from 2015 that shows. That. If Here's one important quote. Vaccines that keep the host alive but still allow transmission oh. can thus allow virulent strains to circulate in a population. So vaccines that don't kill the virus, vaccines that allow people – like this is one of the things we're finding out about what they're calling breakthrough cases. Right. So people who are vaccinated can still get COVID. And they can still transmit COVID. Mm -hmm. This recently happened at the comedy store. A vaccinated comedian gave COVID to like 12 different fucking people at the comedy store. Some of them vaccinated, some of them not. That situation where the vaccine just kind of protects you from serious damage. Right. But it protects you from really being like badly uh, hospitalized or death, but doesn't stop you from getting the virus can possibly lead to more potent viruses. So these people that are saying, oh, it's these unvaccinated people that are responsible for the variants. Well, there's actually scientific papers that point to the very sort of environment that we're creating by having so many people vaccinated with a vaccine that doesn't kill off the virus. It actually can lead to more potent viruses.
1: V, I'm proud of you for not jumping in. I know you have a lot to say. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm going to pause it right there because I know V's about ready to go off if I don't.
0: <laughs> you know, it, it's it's pretty funny, right? Um, Joe's touched base on a lot of points. And one of the points that are brought out by the Trust the Science guys is this. Folks, you're dealing with, and I, and, and, and I, I, I shudder, Every time I have to go to this uh, this this cesspool called Twitter, and gotta update something, or if we're uploading and uh, uh, making an alert on a document, you, you kind of read what's what's on there. The gross level of incompetence and in, and in, in ignorance with people, right? People saying things. Well, mRNA technology has been used for over thirty years safely. Ah, wrong. It's never been used before, ever. This is the first time. That mRNA, mRNA is being used. And this is why the, the, the doctor, the scientist who developed that technology has a big problem with it because it was never ready for prime time. It was an experimental, theoretical um, concept. And the hope was it was a, a great way to, in order to deal with mutagenic cells at a cellular level, helping to reprogram a cancer cell and telling it to behave properly. And even with that, it was a failure. It failed in those trials, folks. Okay, it failed in in those trials, the mRNA. Why? Because even if you were to reprogram a cancer cell, if you never fix the environment, this this is what people don't even get, if you don't fix the environment in which the cell is in, the cell is always going to revert back to mutagenic form. Why? Because what cancer is and i've said this many years ago is a survival mechanism in other words normal cellular, cellular respiration has ceased to exist and the normal carbon dioxide and oxygen exchange that ex, that exists within the cell ceases and then what occurs is that it would be the the cell needs to uh, it, it has to go from an aerobic state to an anaerobic state. And living in an anaerobic state is you have to have a more acidic body. You have to have a more b- a body that is Bingo. Th- that Bingo. that is not only more acidic, but more inflammatory, all caused with what? Sugar. That's why cancer cells have 24 more times the glucose receptor sites than a normal cell. It loves sugar. It feeds off sugar. And the more amount of acidic you know, uh, uh, lactic acid and whatnot that's in your system, the more it thrives. This is, this is basically, this is commonplace. And when you're able to fix that environment, that's when the, the mutagen, uh, the mutagenic aspects of the cancer cell ceases. Okay. mRNA fails at that. So it was never ready for prime time. So they were, they're like, okay, fine. You know, like, well, cancer thing didn't work. Maybe we could try it on, on another type of disease. And then all of a sudden here comes conveniently and CJ, you and I pulled this up, and I gotta find this up. I gotta find it as well. Remembering back, um, we pulled and we put on the screen uh, maybe a year ago the World Bank. Uh, uh, um, uh, it was a dossier. It was a, it was a um, a type of ledger that we found mm. with the World Bank showing that as as far back as 2017, orders being placed for COVID, SARS testing equipment back in uh-huh. 2017. So uh-huh. all of a sudden voila, all right, here we go, boom. Right. You know, Kobe's on the scene and then mRNA shows up, right? The Kuf's on the scene and mRNA shows up. Folks, people are people are literally experimenting with 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 things that no, the the manufacturers of this they have no idea what the long-term side effects are. Zero. Zero. They don't care because their whole thing. See, let me ask you this. If a pharmaceutical company gets a couple of billion dollars in profit, right? And if their shares and their stocks were, it, it, you know, and, and the trading of their own sexes, we know that a lot of these pharmaceutical companies are farming out their own stocks on the back end to be traded in dark pools. God, I'm, I'm the only one that talks about this. Mm, mm. You have pharmaceutical companies. Watch this now. You have pharmaceutical companies that have a back end deal with certain financial firms. Okay? Certain financial firms. <clears throat> I'm looking at you. BlackRock, I'm looking at you. Vanguard, I'm looking at you. Goldman. And mm-hmm. these firms have institutional dark pool money. And then they're trading the the financial stock of these pharmaceutical companies, on the dark pool, right? Think about it. How is it, Siege, how is it that when the when this rollout of these vaccines has pretty much been an abysmal failure, okay? It's been pretty bad globally, okay? How is it that the stocks are doing so damn well? How is it that they're able to now raise their drug price, right? To I don't know how much they're charging now for the Koof shot, but then their stocks are doing well. Because there's back-end trades that are happening in Wall Street dark pools, okay? Dark pools that are existing to manipulate the pharmaceutical price. So if they make tens of billions of dollars in profit siege in the next two years, two to three years, right? And all of a sudden, they get sued, Mm -hmm. right? All of a sudden, there's some scandal years down the road, right? There's some scandal, and all of a sudden, they get sued, and they're brought to court, and... And they gotta pay one, two, three, or four billion dollars in fines, but they've made 10, 20, 30 billion in profit. Bro, that's nothing. Yeah. Mm,
1: no. That's nope.
0: just that's nothing. That's a deal. The pharmaceutical industry would do every single day, hand over fist. They'll do that hand over fist all day long. That's a good deal to them. Right. That's a good deal to them. If they it's the same thing that happens with banks. Right. When a bank is out there, they get caught money laundering for terrorist organizations, money laundering for uh, for cartels, money laundering for God knows what else. Right. And all of a sudden, you know, they get fined. They've already made nine, 10, 10, 10 15, 20 billion dollars in profit, but they're going to get fined a hundred million dollars. That's just the cost of doing business. That's just the cost of doing business. And mm-hmm. they'll make that deal all day, every day. So they don't care, Siege. No, and People are injecting this gene therapy into them, thinking it's going to do something. If, folks, it hasn't even been approved. It's crazy.
1: It, it hasn't been approved. We, we know, in, in fact, that there are a, a lot less uh, non-patented treatments, and this is not medical advice. Um, we'll, we'll end up removing this from YouTube anyway, just so that everyone's aware, and it'll be on Rogue News. Dot com, uh, not a shameless plug, but you need to go there. You need to bookmark. You need to subscribe, uh, because it, it, it's inevitable. We will be deplatformed essentially at some point off of YouTube. So that's why it's just important. We keep pushing that everyone to direct dot But essentially, v what you touch base on is just is is just so key, and and that is the the massive consolidation and the narrative that they've been able to accomplish in regards to COVID that's consolidation, not only from the corporations where we're seeing the top 1% of corporations, the Walmarts, the Amazons, and now tied into the pharmaceutical industries gain significant financially, you know, from this, the next portion, it is how do you maintain or how do you consult, conceal or to develop a compliant society? You do that by basically creating a modern day, a modern day enslavement of people who are dependent upon the federal government for, for whether it's welfare or whether it's, it's, it's benefits. And if you can accomplish that, and if you can accomplish my accomplish that, then you can push that narrative to, I think, be exactly what the world bank is talking about. And that is, and again, I don't, have any direct proof, I'm just kind of like reading between the lines and what some very other, some other people who are a lot more intelligent than me are saying is that if you're able to essentially mandate these COVID passports or this new type of digital pass, Think of back when, when we used to bank. You remember? V, you probably never did because I'm, I'm older than you. But I remember in high school I was real hip to carry your checkbook in your back pocket like you oh had a lot of money. God. You remember when guys used to do that? <laughs> you carry your checkbook in your back pocket. Yeah, and that I had yeah.
2: that.
1: <laughs> <You remember> that? <laughs> I, I was young, but any. I remember that. I don't remember if I had any grill get one, any grills over from carrying that in my checkbook. And maybe I didn't even do it. I probably did. But, but needless to say, then they, they started flipping people over to the platform of what's we essentially know today as the uh, debit card. Mm-hmm. And, and there was a, there was a large, uh, there wasn't that much resistance against a, a, a debit card. I still occasionally will get pissed off because of a person writing a check in front of me at the checkout. It's oh, <laughs> an- annoying. It's annoying isn't it, but you rarely do you see that anymore. So, so the modern day era of the pivot from the debit card is now a digital passport. And and I and I firmly believe after listening to a lot of again, a lot of interesting conversations that if you can if you can mandate that into a society where people are required to to have this, then you can easily tie in that financial digital mechanism. Well, then you'll be able to essentially turn that payment method on or off. Uh, due to non-compliance. So, in other words, either either you get on board, you don't. Either way, you know we're going to be creating this system. And and then again, that's complete. You know, speculation. Uh, some people that are doing some some amazing work, uh, kind of sharing this. And and I think it's worth a conversation. That yeah. you know, perhaps we could do a roundtable on it. I posted this via in our in our our private uh, Telegram. And I just want to give a shout out to uh, Taylor Hudak, who we've had on Rogue before. Um, I regard her as a friend. I'll get her back on on soon so she can share. She is doing some great journalistic work, investigation. Follow her on Twitter. Uh, she recently participated in a, a symposium that she was actually the moderator, and it was called Doctors for COVID Ethics. And the ses- the session two uh, directly tied into the financial mechanisms of of COVID and their attempt and and their efforts to do that. So. John Titus, um, Catherine Austin Fitz, uh, Patrick Wood—you know, many people that were, you know, familiar with—you know—talked about the evolution and and how this happened. And I I won't do it justice talking about it, uh, but I recommend it for everyone to uh, go to Rumble and 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 find this and and listen to it to understand the control mechanisms that they're putting in place to to and en- not 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 just enslave the, 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 the bottom, the, the, the bottom 1% of class, but the middle class, the consolidation that's occurring. I think that that's inevitably their goal. And because they understand uh, what's happening and, and, and to to bring a round circle, I think it starts with our individual freedom and Liberty. And that's what we are currently losing. And they do it under the disguise under, under, uh, under, you know, protecting us to provide security they did it post 9/11 when they were able to, to hash out the new Patriot Act, all those securities, the TSA, all those things. And they're doing it the exact same thing uh with COVID. And there's some people that are being very outspoken about it. Uh, Rand Paul recently came out, and, and I agree with Rand that we are at that defiant moment of history as, as, a, as a as a population. They they got away with it once, right? V, they got away with it last year with, with the, the the mandates, because I think a lot of people were afraid. A lot of people, uh, you know, were, were in fear that how this was going to impact their family members and so forth. Right. But we're at that moment again, they are going to attempt this once again, because they understand what's, what's happening. And this is, this is the means to the ends of what they want to accomplish, accomplish. And that's enslavement of all humanity. And we just simply, uh, cannot allow that to happen. Uh, there's, you know, our listeners are the resistance. Are you know, we, you know, we've been trying to share as much information as we can. Um, and I think this was very impactful because this this took on a, a national audience as this this was shared. Uh, but I want to play this because I think this two minutes is just it speaks volumes in terms of the tyranny that we are are basically at the doorstep to do
3: unless you do what I want you to do. I mean Don Lemon was talking about that openly on CNN. Yeah. Don't have a vaccine, can't go to a supermarket. Don't have a vaccine,
2: can't go to work. Like it's so strange that people want to say things like that. Like that's the thing that blows me away. Why do you why do people want to Because uh, they're dumb.
3: They're dumb. Right? They're dumb. They don't understand history, they don't understand <laughs> right. human beings, they don't understand yeah. human nature. They don't understand the history of every single country that's ever existed mm-hmm. other than the United States. Up until 1776, every fucking country that has ever existed was run by dictators. Right. All of them. This is the first one where you had elected officials. This is the first experiment in self-government that actually worked. And it created the greatest superpower the world's ever known. It created the greatest cultural machine, the greatest machine of art and creativity and innovation right fucking here. And how did it do that? It did it through freedom. Because when you give people freedom, you let people do whatever the fuck they want to do, they actually find ways to succeed and grow and thrive. But as soon as you put the boots to them, as soon as you tell them you have to do this or you can't do that, you have to listen to me. Now you have a mini dictator. You have one step away from a king. You have a one step closer. You're moving one step closer to dictatorship. That's what the fuck is happening. That's what's going to happen with a vaccine passport. That's what's going to happen if – They close borders. You can't enter New York City unless you have your papers. You can't go to here unless you have that. You can't get on a plane unless you do what I say. And people say, whoa, it's all about protecting people from the Mm – no, it's not. It's not because we've shown – this is a fact. Just a couple of months ago, the idea of a breakthrough case was unheard of. Nobody heard of anybody catching COVID that had a vaccine, right? right? That was the whole idea. You get a vaccine, you don't have to worry about it. Now we know not only do you get it, but you can spread it. And some people have died. Apparently, it's a small number. I don't know what the numbers are, but I know that most people who get vaccinated, when they do have the disease, they have a better time of it than Mm -hmm. the people who are unvaccinated. But where are the people out there calling for people to get healthy?
1: There you go. Freedom, liberty. This is a pivotal moment in our history, V.
0: No, it really is, man. And for those that don't that don't know, uh, rog- Rogan's very libertarian. He, you know, he's got some liberal leanings, but he's a libertarian. He's not a Democrat. Just uh, putting that out there. Um, I'll tell you right now, man. It, it, it's you, you know, papers, papers, please. If you want to see your papers, folks, let me explain something to you. They want to do all this crap and see what's going on in the southern border.
1: Nothing, nothing. That's that's the insanity of it. They they want to excuse it all. They they you know. It, it makes no sense at all,
0: and we're we're, we're facing down at the southern border is people
1: not not from
0: Mexico. That's not even an issue, but from a hundred different countries are flying in and making the trek. I wonder who's footing the bill for that siege. I wonder who's. You got to understand, folks. This is a multi-billion-dollar takedown operation. Okay, you need to wake up to the fact that you, you you this is what I keep beating into people. People talk about things they don't understand the logistical cost behind it, right? When you're do you know how much it takes just to get people on a boat, on a ship, on a plane from another country, strategically placing them in in narco controlled areas in northern Mexico, okay. And then getting them into here in the United States, it is multiples of hundreds of millions of dollars, if not billion dollars, easy. And then flying them into the United States and then flying them throughout the United States to key swing states where cities are dominated by Democrats. Right. Ohio. Uh, um, what else? Wisconsin, Michigan. Right. These key swing states where the where the high density cities in these like the whole city, the whole state could be red but if they have a high density population blue city with a blue mayor they will fly those migrants okay. in there hook them up and then all of a sudden they are able to swing those states along with those legal voters and a couple of you know wonderful dominion voting machines and voila this is a full on capture operation if you're not privy to it I don't know what else
1: to tell you, folks. I'm telling you, it's crazy. It's very crazy, and and I I didn't think about this. I mean, I thought in part they were really they would they would move away from the the the, the mandates, the the lockdowns, because I thought I thought it was so counterproductive. Uh, I thought there was there was no way. I thought they would try the the sell would be this come the midterms was the fact that and I, I and I'm sorry to be repeating this because I know this I said this before, but to me the narrative would be that you know, uh, you know, mindless Joe stepped in and he solved the COVID problem. We're reopened again. The economy's booming. Look how everything's great. You know, we need to elect these people come, you know, the midterm election in in 2022, but then this hit my feed V and that's the fact that, that there is a consensus out there. Uh, And, you know, I listened to Crystal and Sager you know quite a bit. They recently broke away from the Hill uh, because they were trying to control what they were trying to say. Mm-hmm. Uh, these are two other. I don't agree with what they say all the time. Trust me, I, I I really don't. They're they're off on on quite a few things, but that's okay. It's okay to disagree on on some of those things. Uh, but they broke down specifically on how early polling in several of the key states in regards to uh, the House uh, and Senate potentially are looking very unfavorable, V uh, for the for the Dems. And I think again, it, it ties directly into what you just said in terms of being able to to flood uh potentially these these municipalities with with um with immigrants, you know, get get them voting rights They're already calling for it. I think uh Camel Toe the other day was out there advocating that yeah. said that you know that you shouldn't have to show up in person to vote, right? That that you know this mail in thing should become a new a mandate for for all the states. So what they said, you know, potentially ties directly into why the renewed attempts for the the lockdowns, and that's to to control the election outcome of potentially what could happen come the 22 22, 22 midterms. it it always happens. It's a matter of history. Like anytime that you take a look where there's a consensus where a sitting president comes in gets elected, it happened with you know, with Bush, that, that uh, Bush went in and had a full mandate, right? He had the uh, how, he had a Republican held House and Senate. He lost it two years later. Uh, the, the Dems took over. Obama had the same thing, a supermajority, lost it two years later. What happened? The same thing with Trump. Trump gets in a supermajority, they lose it two years later. So this is a pattern. This is a history that they're attempting to break, and and this may be their method to an end. In 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 regards to that consolidation, is Creating a new voting uh, mechanisms in place and protecting those states of saying, hey, we need to continue to allow these these mail-in systems that very easily can be manipulated and, and controlled. So so I think that's I think that's in play in terms of the 22 uh, 2022 elections in terms of they're they're afraid in terms of what those outcomes are, are going to happen. Um, I don't think that the lockdowns are, are going to help them at all. I could be wrong. Uh, maybe that's what people people want. Uh, but I think that that could be one of the narratives that they're trying to push uh, with the upcoming lockdowns that that are in, uh, inevitable. You want to know something? I, I,
0: I think there's a lot of fear in the air that's palpable for a lockdown this this coming fall into the winter. And uh, I'm sure that certain states might go into it. I don't think there's going to be a national lockdown. That's just not going to happen. Um, not to the level that we've seen back in March. But you know what I get, Siege? I think come you know, twenty twenty two, okay. I think come twenty twenty two, November, you know, October, September, October going into uh um yeah, twenty twenty when is when is the election, Siege? The twenty twenty two elections. What well, would it be like October twenty twenty two? So a year a year yeah. away. Yeah, a year away. I can imagine if if this thing is not rectified, I wouldn't be surprised that come around that time, there's gonna be massive lockdowns everywhere and and again they're going to cuz these people are not original they're going to keep trying the same stupid playbook over and, and over again you know
1: they'll they'll try the the playbook over and over and the states uh, the red states will continue to um come under either either environmental uh harm or or attempts to do that i imagine as they they ramp up the uh, storm season. I, I something hit my feed the other day in regards to some type of a triple weather threat affecting the Gulf and in Florida. Oh, I think yes. that they <laughs> they they will use every tool essentially to uh, attempt to bring those red states to their to their knees and to uh, establish that. And and again, I think that's why it's important to uh, to sh- to show support for people who continue like people like DeSantis who continue to give the double uh, middle finger to, to the feds. I think it was, it was, it was awesome for him to to say that to Biden the other day when he's like, listen, I was like, you know, you control the border, you do your efforts nationally. And once you can, contr- you fix the border and you, you mandate vaccines and everything for the illegals coming over, then talk to me about COVID, but don't and say a thing to me about COVID until you do that first. That was, that was pretty awesome. And, yeah. and there, and there are several people who are, are, who are rising against this this tyranny um you know one of which and i'm very partial to it i'll be the first to admit i'm very partial to the ufc uh because i love the ufc i think it's one of the 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 last sports that are that are true that are that are raw
0: hey Um, man that's that's i find that offensive you said it's one of the last sports what about badminton that's an intense sport.
1: (laughs) it's an olympic sport if i'm not mistaken well, everything, is, 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 everything has become so politicized, like the NBA, the, the the NFL, everything. It's its one of the only ones that, you know, and, and you know, they just don't have that. And I think it's, it's important what, you know, Dana establishes for the UFC when he's asked point blank, because, you know, apper- apparently the NFL sent out letters uh, to all the team owners in regards to uh, the vaccine mandates that potentially there could be fines, there could be, you know, games canceled because of it. And on this interview, Dana was asked point blank in regards to the UFC organization and and would he mandate vaccines for the UFC fighters. And this is what he had to say.
2: Yeah, we're waiting on Rockhold, so we'll see. Yeah, I know Luke has been, I guess he hasn't been uh, excited about a lot of the opponents you've thrown at him, but Sean Strickland makes a lot of sense. Yeah,
0: this one should excite him.
2: The NFL lately has implemented a plan where... Uh, athletes that they have are not, if they're not vaccinated and there's some sort of outbreak, you're going to see the forfeiture of games. Now, the reason I bring this up is because the co-main event last week, one of the co-main events between Hani Yaya and Kyung Ho Kang fell out on the day of the fight because Yaya contracted COVID-19. He had told Kombache that he had no plans of getting vaccinated prior to this happening. Is there going to be anything similar in the UFC? I know you guys are trying to safeguard your product and you don't want to see these fights fall out at zero hour. True, but I would never tell another human being, what to do with their body. If you want to get vaccinated, that's up to you.
0: That's, that's your choice. You're never going to hear me say, I'm going to force people to get vaccinated.
3: Never going to happen.
2: I don't think you'd be allowed to do that. I don't think the NFL are allowed to do that. you got independent contracts. I think, a lot, of, even I think a lot of people are doing that. They're telling you in New York, you can't go into a restaurant or
0: a gym unless you're vaccinated and can prove it and things like that. Some people are getting fired if they don't get vaccinated. Yeah, that's, that's not going to happen here. You want to get
2: vaccinated? Get vaccinated. If you don't, that's 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 your decision. Your body. Well, further to that, in November, you you were still looking.
1: Boom! There you go. That's simple, people.
0: (laughs) No, uh, somebody said the UFC allows trans men to fight women. No, they don't. You UFC does not have any trans athletes in the UFC. Period. That's not. That's boring. That that you you're referring to Fallon Fox the uh, trans MMA fighter who, I don't know what what outfit organization she fought for, f- some no-name small-time outfit that she was fighting for. But no, nah, UFC does, has no trans athletes.
1: Anyway, so, teach. you know, no, yeah, again, I, we get close to wrapping this up again. So I think it's, it's just imperative for, you know, our listeners, and you don't have to agree with everything that you say, but, you know, these people that come out and make these statements, whether it's Rogan, uh, whether it's Dana White, whether it's Rand Paul, whether it's us here at Rogue, you know, as we come under attack and we can come under constant criticism, everything else like that, that we show support for these individuals, that we that we message them or, or, or you know retweet whatever it is, right? But let's face it, where we currently are in this 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 pivotal moment in, in history, we're we're navigating through this together, and and I think it's going to take uh, every bit of effort to to counter this and to applaud the people that continue to speak the truth and to counter uh, the, the narrative of the globalists and what their 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 attempts are V. Yeah,
0: absolutely right, my man. Absolutely right. You know, you, you can't go to these people, you know, and, and expect any sort of truth. I mean, I think it was George Carlin who said it best, I have a, a main rule, and that number one rule is, I don't believe a damn thing that the government tells me. <laughs> That's like the number one rule. And that's something that people need to understand. You know, think about this: you allowed them to shut down the country. You've allowed them. We've allowed them to destroy small businesses. We've allowed them to put tens of millions of people out of work. The, people were walking around every single day, putting you know, wearing these you know these face masks like it's going to do something. And when we we had virologist C J, we had a virologist on. Well, we didn't have. Them on. I mean, I was reading about a virologist. I think I even p- played the video. I'm not sure. I don't remember. But anyway, there's a virologist that I saw a video of where he put on not one, not two, not three, not four, but five face masks on, and still was able to fog his reading glasses. <laughs> okay, because we know a virus like the like the coof is only one you know, micron in diameter. Whereas your average face mask, especially the blue medical face mask that everybody's walking around with, is 80 microns. This is a
1: joke, Siege. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. And if you have not done so yet, join us over on our Discord Rogue News server. Uh, We're getting quite a, a large group in there, which I'm very excited about. And all you have to do to join is uh, drop me an email, cj at roguenews.com. I will email you the link to join. That link does expire in 48 hours. Um, again, we're just establishing different ways of, of communicating um, with, with everyone. And then most importantly at all, if you have not done so yet, go over to roguenews.com, bookmark, and then also scroll to the bottom of the page. There is a subscription there. Uh, we need to probably get that moved to the to the top or pop up or something uh, to stay in tune with everything with with rogue because, like I said, it's just just a matter of time before they go full in with um, you know, trying to control, especially as they move forward. I again, I I hope that they don't move forward with the um, uh, the lockdowns. I, you know, I had a um, a, a doctor friend who recently uh, had to. Re- it was perfect timing uh, for this individual. Um, they they actually uh, resigned their position uh, because of because of forced. Uh, vaccination they they wow. they lawyer it up they lawyer it up and everything and um their 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 legal counsel advised that they they could do that and and unfortunately in the former republic of america we're seeing a lot of courts side uh with these mandates and these these lockdowns so it's just you know again just another another aspect of something to take into consideration
0: absolutely right it's a question in the comment section hey v or the bank's long precious metals man that is a long conversation I, I need to do a precious metals and crypto show letting everybody know what the hell's going on uh it's gonna be interesting let's do it, yeah. it man yeah let's we do it. Do that. yeah
1: i think you should do it yeah okay. yeah yeah have i the... keep thinking that we should have uh, i i like uh, i think he left already but crypto king i i like the the platform that they established with over on uh, some of their 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 uh, hex groups. I can't remember which one is called. He, they're a bunch of hexicans, bro. They're a bunch of hexagons, but they do this fun thing and they invite me sometime. And I'm not, I'm not doing it. It's called a hangout. It's kind of hangout, and they they just publish the link to join the uh, the yard like we're doing here, and they just put it out there in public, and you can control who comes in and out. And like you know, sometimes there's ten people in there, sometimes there's five, but they just make it like a fun conversation. And I and I want to do that with our Discord group um i think it would be fun for us to get in there and just talk ideas cuz again as we you know it's 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 great to get other people's input and and primarily what's happening in their areas right cuz we can't we can't be everywhere so it's kind of in tune and and idea sharing as well in terms of you know how do we counter this uh together and and uh, fight back and and you know be the resistance that was uh going to going to happen so You are the resistance. (laughs) InfoWars.com. How do you like that? (laughs) I love it. That was awesome. That was awesome.
0: (laughs) Anyway, folks, thank you all for listening in. It's the Gorilla. He is El Cuco, and we are over and out. Take it away, CJ.